1: Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.
2: Black Friday could possibly be a real dud this year. And why are you still communicating with your ex? It is Friday, the 2nd of November of 2018. We're Jeff and Jen. And here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. All right. It wasn't Halloween just the other day. Two days ago, Jeff.
0: (laughs) Day before yesterday. Yeah.
2: Wednesday, yep. The uh, Thanksgiving stories are already rolling in. Well, we
0: got a short gap here. I mean, Thanksgiving is less than three weeks away. Yay.
2: They looked at Thanksgiving trends more specifically at how many people plan to attend at least two Thanksgiving dinners this year. Like maybe you're visiting different sides of the family or fitting in an extra Friendsgiving. 62% of people under the age of 35 said they're doing more than one Thanksgiving this year. Oh, yeah. For people over the age of 35, it's 38%. And uh, the foods we're looking forward to the most, mashed potatoes, pie, bread rolls, gravy, and green bean casserole. Why was turkey oh. not an option? Why was
1: stuffing not on there? <laughs> I can get a bread roll any day. And why
3: is green bean casserole still a thing?
2: I don't get it at all.
3: Ew. I like
0: green bean casserole You're with all are the, the onions. onions. On You're the, the one
3: person at our table that eats it. That's why we have to make it every year.
2: As far as turkey goes, 52% only like white meat.
3: What That's about me. cranberries? That's I like, like the that.
2: driest part of the turkey. prefer dark meat, that would be me, and uh, that's okay. If you don't want the dark meat, I'll take your dark meat. 21% like both, 2% said they don't even like turkey. And uh, as always, the number one thing that we don't want to discuss at the table is... Politics. Politics, exactly (laughs) right.
0: Well, the election will be over by then, so maybe everybody...
2: <laughs> will have moved on.
0: Yeah, at right. that point. <laughs> I, just, I, I thought I mean, thinking it in my head was one thing, but saying it out loud, it's funny.
2: Uh, there is really only one kind of Black Friday deal you can't get online uh, the kind you have to line up for starting like next week. And people have finally figured that out. According to a new survey, Only 37% of people say they are planning on going shopping in stores of any kind on Black Friday this year, and the top two reasons are the stores are too busy and it's just not worth the hassle anymore. Men are more likely to plan on doing Black Friday shopping in stores than women, and young people are much more likely to go to an actual store than older people, which is a little surprising. You would think younger people would be more likely to do it online, but a lot of retailers, this is do or die for them. Like Sears, you know, they just uh, filed for bankruptcy, and with Black Friday less than three weeks away, retailers like Sears are holding their breath. Which I'll tell you what, man, I the last set of washer dryers, the last washer dryer set that I got at my last place, I got at Sears because when I did the research. And the best brand in that moment was the Whirlpool, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I looked for it everywhere, and I looked at Best Buy and all the other stores and retailers at that time. You know, Sears had the uh, best price. That was, of course, before I discovered Wrecker and Burger, which is now where I get all my appliances. Sure. But uh, some of those big box retail outlets are struggling to survive, and not all of them will make it. We will see.
3: Do you guys prefer to go into the, like my mom doesn't like going into the store because she doesn't like the crowd, but I love that part about it.
1: I have a list of like special boutique shops that I like to do my Christmas shopping at. And so I sort of look forward to stopping at that little place in Fort Thomas and going to that little place in Oakley because I can't find those things at a big store. I'll be
0: hitting up Liberty Towns, Liberty Center, like nobody's business, man. I love that. Eight minutes from my house. Door to door. Door to Dillard's, man. Door to Dillard's. Eight you know what I, I enjoy about that
3: place is they have like really great food options. Oh, a lot it's, of great restaurants. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. What about you, Jeff? You like hitting the stores or are you onlineing?
2: I am onlining as much as possible. And if I do sneak into a store, I try to do it on a weekday sometime around midday when it's not all that busy. Cool. but uh, this time of year especially during christmas shopping season there really isn't a time that you can sneak into a mall and avoid the crowd
3: always feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com
1: surgery house in-
3: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this
1: is Chris Jenner,
3: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
2: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It's pretty crazy. Uh, the midterm elections are on Tuesday, and that means wall-to-wall political ads. And since the vibe in the country is not necessarily made the best candidate win... And more, I hate you and everything you stand for, negative ads are the hottest thing right now. Well, there is a woman in Brazil, Brazil, Indiana, named Linda Mesmer, And she says she has had enough of all the negative ads she's been hearing, especially for the big Senate race in Indiana. So her answer was to make her own negative ad <laughs> to criticize <laughs> negative ads. That's great.
1: I'm Linda Messmer. I'm not a politician. I'm not running for any office. I'm a proud American citizen, and I voted in every election since I've been old enough to vote. I try to be an informed voter by reading about and listening to the candidates. I am sick and tired of being bombarded Mm. with all the negative, hateful, mean-spirited ads. To all the candidates who are running these kinds of ads, I say, stop it. I'm in mesmer and I approve this message. I love
2: there that. you go. Stop it. Yeah, that uh that ad ran on WVIG, wow. which is a country radio station in Terre Haute, Indiana.
3: Stop it. She got serious there for uh, a minute, man. So they are
1: getting really bad. I heard one the other day that was like they're killing babies with asthma. Yeah. Like really what? And then yeah. the other candidate running against that candidate was like, they're sharing needles with people. I was like, wow. It's, this is out of hand.
2: Yeah. She says she's hoping to have a small part in getting ads to trend toward being more positive again. It's
1: going to show a whole generation of people. Boy, this is how you get what you want. You don't respect anybody. You throw mud, talk about them, lie about them. You can do anything you want.
0: I vote for her. Yeah, no kidding.
1: Stop it.
0: <laughs> that is just such a great word. And then the phrase, stop it. It comes out of my stop mouth it. a lot. That's right. Right. Stop it. Stop it. Just stop it.
2: All right. 730, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Uh, apparently, we are not good at closure. That's one of the reasons why we do second date update is because if you can't necessarily get a second date, Some people want to know, well, what was wrong with me? I never heard from this person again. Okay, so they didn't like me, but what is it specifically, especially if that happens a lot to you? (laughs) You want to know, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Closure is a thing. We're not very good at it. According to a new survey, half of men and almost three out of five women still communicate with at least one of their exes. And here are the top five reasons why. Number five, I'm not over my feelings for them. Uh, Number four to just keep on having sex. Uh, Number three, I'm still friendly with their family. That's got to be hard.
3: Yeah, Mm -hmm. that is really hard because Uh, it's especially when you have like children involved. We had like you know a step niece or whatever. It's hard when that when you break up with those people because you still love
2: them. Number two is when you have children together.
0: Yeah, you kind of have to theoretically until they're
2: eighteen at least. And if if you don't get along and you have children together, that's got to be really hard. It's a real treat. Yeah. And then uh, the number one reason, we have mutual friends. The survey also found that about 7% of people say their their relationships end on good terms every time. 7%. That's awesome. Yeah. Too bad it's not a little higher. 14% say their relationships end on bad terms every time. And the rest, you know, they just kind of struggle to get through it. There is an assistant principal in Louisiana whose school has been doing alcohol awareness week this week. And apparently she was like, you had me at alcohol. Because the cops in Pierre Part in southern Louisiana got a call on Monday about a dangerous driver on the highway. And they wound up following the car all the way to an elementary school parking lot. And the woman driving was 49-year-old Rachel Turley, who was the assistant principal at that school. And yeah, Monday was the first day of the school's Red Ribbon Week, which is their annual event for alcohol awareness. Her blood alcohol level was almost three times the legal limit, so she was arrested for driving while intoxicated and careless operation, and there is no word whether she still has a job or not. Mm. Yep.
3: He or she will be offered to be sent to a substance abuse program. And then possibly still retain their position? I'm sorry. I, I I totally disagree with that. The fact that she chose to do this on the Monday of Red
0: Ribbon Week is really like a slap in the face.
2: Mm. Or a really
0: loud cry for help.
2: Yeah. Did you see the uh did you see the half naked woman that fell through the ceiling at the fast food joint? No. Which one? <laughs> On Tuesday night, while people were eating at a fast food joint called Cookout in Kingsport, Tennessee, a half-naked woman just fell through the ceiling.
0: <laughs> that would be something if you're sitting there just...
2: Minding your own business. dinner, <laughs> your number
0: four, and boom.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Hello. She is a 26-year-old named Harley Morton, and for some reason, she was on the roof... And didn't have any pants on.
3: What? How do you not know? <laughs>
2: Bath salts. <laughs> That's the only explanation. Something had
3: to have happened.
2: <laughs> she took off running. And the employees called the cops. Oh! And when they got there, Harley fell through the ceiling again. So she ran back up there? Apparently.
0: Oh, no. She's like a squirrel that got in the house. Right. You take it outside, it comes right back in.
2: It's not exactly clear why she was on the roof or why she went back, but she was arrested for criminal trespassing, vandalism, and disorderly conduct. She also had an outstanding felony warrant for failure to appear. Mm. Uh, UPS guy in Palos Verdes, California. His name is Jerry Bollinger. He retired this week after 40 years on the job. UPS. And, you know, I think we've had the same UPS guy. It's funny, I don't know the guy's name, but it's it's the same guy that's been delivering our UPS packages here at Q102 for as long as I think we've worked here.
0: I think you're right. Yeah, I worked
3: the front desk, and he was the same
2: Same UPS man Mm
3: -hmm. from like when I was in college. Yeah.
2: And you know what? He's in great shape. He looks good. Yeah. Because he works so damn hard.
3: He is, actually. (laughs) I wonder.
2: He's probably really old. He's just in good physical shape because he works for UPS. Yeah, There's something to be said for that. I'm
3: going to say hello to him today and see. How old are you?
2: About six months ago, this UPS delivery guy from California started telling customers that his last day would be October 31st. And there's an office on his route where the employees really get into their Halloween costumes each year. So as soon as he walked out, they all decided to dress as him. For Halloween. Oh, that's funny.
0: Wow. So they were all UPS?
2: <laughs> yeah. They used his picture oh, and made cardboard sweet. cutouts of his face to use as masks. And then they all bought UPS hats and jackets where or, <laughs> or they would make their own. Some
0: combination of brown.
2: Yep. And uh, just started with one office, but then C-Word got out. And then a bunch of his other customers wanted in on it, too. And for some reason, his retirement date, I guess, got moved up a day to October 30th. So they shifted the date at the last minute.
0: And made it happen.
2: And made it happen. When he showed up for his last delivery on Tuesday, they were outside waiting for him and cheering his name. He says he's not sure what his plans are now that he's retired. But for now, he's just relieved he doesn't have to deal with holiday deliveries for the first time in 40 oh, years. Yeah,
0: He retired just in time.
2: Yeah, they also did like a little uh, retirement fundraiser for him. You know, sent him off with a little something. They raised about $4,500. Oh,
0: that was nice. He
2: said he was flabbergasted
0: by the whole thing.
2: Yeah. Are you going to do
0: that for me when I retire, Jeff? Are you going to take up a collection? Sure.
3: No, we're all going to dress up like you, though, because you have enough (laughs) leggings and shoes
0: for all of us. Everybody in the building. Yeah. 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 We're doing it.
2: Are you going to hand out free leggings on your last day? <laughs> I might. You get a pair. You get I a pair. I won't be needing
0: these anymore because now that I'm retired, I'll never wear pants.
2: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> now that I'm retired, I'm never leaving my house. <laughs> hey, we turn back the clocks this weekend.
3: Mm-hmm. Fall back. Are you guys ready?
2: I about that. Yeah.
3: I'm
0: always ready for an extra hour of sleep.
3: I don't like that it's going to be dark, though, at 4.30 I hate in the
2: afternoon. No, like,
0: I hate it. I know. Yeah, that's
2: why I hate it. This changed. Let's just not mess with it.
3: We've been adapting. We've been um, there's something that they say to do, like with your kids, because, you know, we have a younger child and it's challenging for her. She'll want to go to bed at six o'clock at night when we do fall back. So we've been trying to keep her up an additional 15 or 20 minutes each day to get her to like Mm eight, eight thirty. So she'll go back to being in bed by seven or seven thirty.
2: Well, the good news, you get an extra hour of sleep on Saturday night, at least for most of us. But the time change can still mess with you and make you feel more tired than usual. So uh, here's how to prevent that. Uh, given what Fritz has said, sticking to your sleeping pattern. Luckily, having the clocks fall back is easier on your body than when they spring forward.
3: Yeah, ain't that the truth? So
2: you should wake up. <laughs> you should wake up Sunday morning more refreshed since you gain that hour overnight. Uh, It's falling asleep Sunday night that might be a little trickier. They say don't use technology in the bedroom. If falling asleep on Sunday is a struggle, it might be tempting to flip through your phone in bed or watch a few more episodes of something on Netflix. That's only going to make it harder. Because the blue light from the screens, they say, just confuses your body even more. So try not to use technology for at least an hour before you want to go to bed. And definitely don't use it because you can't fall asleep.
3: Oh, that's the worst.
2: And then, finally, avoid naps. Naps always seem like a great idea when your body clock is kind of out of sync, but it can also lower the quality of your actual sleep later that night. So They say if you must nap, uh, make sure you keep it short, like 10 to 20 minutes, just to kind of get through that tired spell without throwing your whole body clock off. Who's texting you? Who's texting you? (laughs) Who's texting you?
0: All right. And so remember I got my mom the two Labrador puppies, right, mm-hmm. a yes. over a year ago? So they're the ones
1: that uh, one second after getting them home, you realize that maybe that was
0: it was not a very good idea, probably right. because right. these cute little adorable 10 pound Labrador puppies would grow up and mm-hmm. they're now 100 pounds each while well, I get this text message from my cousin. Um, This is what she writes. Um. I was just talking to your mom, and she had to go because Barney was on top of the dining room table, and he had seventeen dollars <laughs> in his mouth.
3: <laughs> I thought you had him trained, and they are—I mean, they are—but they're
0: still puppies and get into stuff. And, how long does the puppy phase last? A couple of years. Oh wow! So yeah, <laughs> another reason we're not getting a dog. You sent him to the dog months. whisperer, didn't you? Yeah, and he did a great job with him, but it's too—they're. Two very large puppies. Yeah, well, they don't speak English either. That's right. And Barney's a
2: Barney is Barney's a little special. Do you think Mom and Dad are are following through on the dog whisperers?
0: No. Are they taking? No, They're not totally as much not. as not not a hundred percent. It's I just am. like
3: parenting. If you say you can't watch the wheels on the bus, and then somebody gives in to the wheels on the bus, then you've just counteracted what you were trying to teach Hmm.
0: (laughs) it's funny though it's like it's no wonder my parents don't talk to me very much anymore because they're busy (laughs) with your brother and sister and they're mad at me because i brought (laughs) them home i am not the favorite child anymore and that's kind of sad because i'm the only one
2: yeah i mean you got these dogs so you you went home uh, how this whole thing started was you had gone home on a weekend or something, yeah. right? We were at, yeah. Like were
1: some art fair in a river, and there were
0: some cute dogs
2: in a box. And Basically. recently, your parents had <laughs> lost one of their pups that they, they had had for last. years, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, my parents married 52 years, and all together, as a whole, had spent those 52 years, there had been only four weeks that they had not had a dog in the house. Wow! And so they had That's just incredible. lost a Labrador. And I mean, they had as many, I mean, I, there were times... We had, you know, five dogs. Did your mom foster multiple. the dogs?
3: Did was she ever? They no, were always yours. Yes. Wow. Oh yeah,
0: and she usually rescued them from somebody else that we knew, or she, yeah, you know, it was always that kind of situation. But they had not had a dog in the house now for five weeks because died, and it was devastating to them. And we go down to the got a good old boy in a pickup truck and bib overalls. You know, pulls over and opens up the bed of his truck. And he's got these two little Labrador puppies he's trying to sell. And my mom, (laughs) first of all, she freezes in place. And they are a Labrador family. Most of their dogs have been labs. And just freezes in place. And I go up and I'm like, I grab one of them and I'm holding them. And my mom is just standing there just looking at me. And then she takes two steps forward and she says, I'm going to see if I can get. The other one was like all cowered in the corner of the crate. She said, Let me see if I can get him out. She has a hold of that puppy for ten seconds, and she starts crying. My mother is not a crier. I mean, the only time I've ever seen her cry is at like her parents' Funerals. funeral. Yeah, and that was even just like a tear. I mean, she just that's she's and so she's holding this puppy and crying, and that was it. I bought them both. Aww, because I couldn't leave the other one. You know, you can't when their there's brother just and one sister. left. Two brothers. Oh, they're brothers. brothers. Which makes it even worse because they're two male dogs, which makes them both even rowdier. Oh. And there's some dynamic, I guess, apparently between male dogs. I like that the dog is also eating money. That's uh, kind The of dog fun. regularly eats <laughs> money. <laughs> He's chewed up my dad's wallet. He's gotten into my mom's <gasps> purse and chewed up her wallet. Why? I don't know. That's what puppies it's do? Barney They're taking
2: after their big sister. Yeah,
0: <laughs> they have no respect for money. That's right. I they just don't get it. They just don't get money. So
2: you buy these two dogs. You yeah. know, your mom is obviously emotionally affected by these animals. Severely. She mm. she, she needs. She, you're thinking uh, she needs these puppies in she, life. Yeah, there is
0: there because it was just too weird. It was one of those. We're walking along on a cold, rainy day in October. There's nobody around at this big art festival. I mean, there's hardly anybody there. And this truck pulls out, I mean, 20 feet in front
2: of us. It felt to you like it was meant to be?
0: Yes. Oh, for sure. It was. I mean, all of the, the stars had aligned, and it seemed like the obvious decision.
2: So how did the phone call go? When you called your dad to tell him that he had just adopted two puppies well, he didn't know he had.
0: I called dad to get permission first because I was immediately like, mom, we're, do you want... I was like, do you want to take these dogs home, mom? Do you want... And she just... She couldn't speak. That's... I mean, she was trying so hard to hold back the tears and her eyes were all welled up and she just, you know, would shake her head and she says, your father. She just kept looking at me and going, your father... So I knew what that meant. I was like, your dad doesn't want it. There is no way that your dad is going to say that this is okay. And so then I'm like, well.
2: Why wouldn't he say, because he he was a dog lover and he was wrecked over the death of.
0: Well, now that we sit here a year later, it's obvious that my dad was the only one with any sense. Yeah, <laughs> you know, because I because he knew know. he saw this he coming. Know. Well, he knew he knows he knows that they're gonna uh, you know grow into very large dogs and yeah. they're gonna be really rowdy and they're seventy seven years old. Yeah, your right? parents are getting older right. and it's hard so, for your
3: one hundred pound mom to hold back a one hundred. And that's dog. what's crazy
0: is my mom is the muscle. I yeah. mean, she she's amazing how she can manage these dogs. But no, I called him up and I said, Dad, listen, mom's got a hold of this Labrador. Is she crying? Dad, can I bring home the dogs? And he says, Dogs. Plural. And I'm like, Well, there's two. And he just gets really, really quiet on the other line. Aww. And and
2: What does he, that mean?
0: That it can mean a multitude of things with my dad, but he comes back and he says, Tell your mom follow her gut. Wow. Follow her just tell her follow her gut. And then we have paid for it since mm. with my father. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, it's it's in the top punishing five. you it is in the top five worst decisions i've ever made and i mean and i've wow. made some doozies over the years but probably and i love these dogs they're wonderful dogs and i have You know, they're sweet. I mean, they're rowdy, and they tear up everything. But Maybe you should bring them into your house. Well, I've said that. I have offered to take them, and my mother is like, those are her dogs. Oh, I still think that we should bring
1: all of our pets into the morning show, just for one morning.
0: Sure. Both cats. Yep. Merle and Steve. Merle and Steve, and your other dogs? And then oh the dogs. Oh my god, we wouldn't last two minutes with That'd the big god, radio. No,
3: I don't want to be in a room with all that chaos. Do <laughs> it for the show. And
0: it is. It is it is complete and total chaos. You throw Merley into the mix and forget it. Wow. wow. It is insanity. Mm. <laughs> but they're sweet. Yeah.
2: God. How long before they grow out of this phase?
0: I mean, they've settled down a lot. She said a few years. Their two years usually two years, but I mean, they've settled down quite a bit yeah, though already now compared to six months ago. It's it's a huge difference, but there's a ways to go.
3: <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> love we, is I'll never go.
2: having to say you're sorry, Jen. <laughs> I know, I
3: hate,
2: oh. uh, a new survey asked people for the true signs of love. You know, not the lame stuff like, oh, you just feel butterflies when you're around them or anything like that. They wanted real life answers.
3: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I immediately no mind. Keep going.
2: <laughs> Here are the top 10. Number 10. Being quiet in the morning while you get ready if they're still asleep.
3: Yes, I really try to do that, although I would think that Scott is like, no, you don't. But I genuinely do try.
2: It's not easy to do in some bedrooms. It's not. Especially if you live on the second floor and you got creaky floors, it's next to impossible to do. You try, especially, but if you work separate hours, I give credit to anybody who at least tries to. Thank you. Buying them random gifts. That's sweet. Mm Mm-hmm. Warming up the bed for them in the winter. How exactly are you supposed to do that? I was gonna ask you that. You well, lay in bed and you yeah. take your legs and you scissor kick. It you. Sheets warm.
3: Have you ever just your body heat will warm up the bed? So getting in and laying down ten minutes before they get in is warming up the bed. Because have you ever laid down in your bed and it's like cold sheets? That's how it happens. So just even laying there.
2: All right. Surprising them with a trip.
0: That is the best. I mean, do you do any of these these things, Jeffrey?
2: Uh, let's see. I do try to be <laughs> quiet in the morning while I get ready. Uh-huh. Um,
3: you've surprised with a trip before?
2: Yeah, not really. I mean, yeah, okay. Hey, we're going to France, but it's in like six months, so I think of spontaneous.
3: Oh, like get in the car. I I packed the bag. Yeah,
2: that's hard to do.
3: Yeah, especially packing.
2: Here we go. Number six: taking them out for a meal. Yeah, ding ding, <laughs> daily. You win on that one. Number five, saving the last piece of chocolate for them. Aww. Calling or texting when you say you will. Traveling long distances to see each other.
3: You did that as well when Kristen was up with her father in upstate New York.
2: It's true. You went to visit. Uh, well, that was supposed to be our vacation.
3: I know, but you still traveled a long distance.
2: Of course. Uh, number two being comfortable sitting there in silence absolutely <laughs>
0: that's number one if you can't do that with Jeff one of my favorite you things you are not gonna be in a relationship Just Stop
3: talking to me I'm okay yep. with it
0: Shh. <laughs> Don't ruin it <laughs> You think he's joking? Uh,
3: if you ever shushed me, I would, oh my God,
0: I would own your ass. Uh, yeah, you know what he said to me before? I mean, after that, Jen. <laughs> do you ever shut up?
2: That's not that true. Suited?
0: He said that to me before, too, but I didn't take it seriously. Because he learned after he said it to me that if he's going to say it to anybody else, he better do it with a smile on his face. Shh.
2: <laughs> Calm down, you're acting crazy, both of you.
3: <laughs> I am. I do have some chapstick I can throw at your
0: face.
2: Uh, accepting the other person's imperfections. Well, of course, we all have imperfections, right? That's
0: what makes us human. It's what makes us interesting and different.
2: Right.
3: I'll tell you, like for me, I, I, having a baby with someone is definitely like, I thought I really loved Scott. And then we had our baby together and I'm like, oh my God, my heart is just like, it makes me a little bit emotional to like, even talk about it. But when he, cause he's definitely not like a, a medical kind of person.
0: He doesn't um, deal well in those kinds of all. situations. Like, yeah. And I'm
3: talking like I had a major surgery because I had a C-section and part of the maintenance that you have to do is like, look at it, how is it healing, change the bandage. Mm-hmm. And even though this is really disgusting, he did all of that. Did you have drains? Mm. I No, I didn't have drains, but you have like drainage. And it's essentially like they give you a giant maxi pad mm-hmm. to put across the front of your body. Yeah, And he would have to like peel it back, you know, look at it, assess the area, and then put the the packing or whatever back on it. And mm-hmm. he did that all the way through until it was healed. Wow. Which was pretty amazing for me because I know that he's not a medical type it's
0: definitely not person. something he's. Yeah. And it's a
3: really intimate area of your body. You know, mm-hmm. right above the mm-hmm. the baby area.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. So let's do this. Five one three seven four nine twenty three twenty. What did your partner do that made you realize